The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! Yeah, that was a quick two hours. Go by fast when you're having fun. Captain Ticket 93.7, JP sticking around. Grant is on his way. He might be listening, who knows, but I appreciate him uh, you know, putting that together, JP. Thanks yeah. for, for, for sticking yeah, yeah, around, yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Appreciate that. But, uh, Jay, let's, let's talk about the state offensive line. Yeah. Thoughts on what – the offensive line has to do because I agree with you. I've said it a thousand times. Just because a guy is six nine, right. I would rather go against Grant Winstrom yeah. than Jared Tomich. Right, right. It's just uh, you know. I mean, everyone wants Jonathan Ogden, except Jonathan Ogden. He's done. Do you know? Like you, you just. It's hard for those tall guys to bend. You know, you got to be able to bend when you play this game. And uh, you got to be able to, you know, like not just bend at the hips too. You got to be able to bend at, you know, the knees and and be able to stay in good leverage type positions and powerful positions. And and a lot of tall guys, you know, they have a hard time doing that. And, uh, you know, it's the bigger you are, the easier it is for refs to see you too when you're Mm, holding. Um, You know, it's – so I've never been a huge fan, you know. Obviously, I played against Jonathan Ogden, and he's 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 a beast. You know, he was, I mean, he was the exa- he was the standard, you know, with, with offensive tackles for a long time. Um, but we ain't got Jonathan Ogden down there. No, um, you know. So I'd much rather an athletic guy who's six three, six two, six four. You know. Um, to me, a guy that can, you know, fire his hands and, you know, maintain that kind of flat back, you know, and get off on the ball. I mean, and mean, right? I need – we need mean we guys. Need mean. mean. We need mean. Our offensive line, those guys, nice as could be, right? Nice as could be when you talk in the locker room. When you stepped out on that field, it was it was five different dudes. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they were trying to bury you. And uh, you kind of – Who's the leader on offensive line? Well, it was Cam. You know, it was Cam. Although, but even with Cam, one of the things that I was trying to get him to do last year was make the guys around him better, right? It's one thing when you make yourself a better football Mm. player, but are you a guy that makes the guys around you better, right? Because that is the true, like, definition of greatness, right? When you can make the guys around you play at a level that they're not accustomed to playing at. 
So f- with Cam, he was obviously, you know, he's most gifted, you know, athletically out of all of them for sure. Um, you know, probably has the better, the best mentality out of all of them. You know, I mean, he was a, a tough kind of farm kid. Um, you know, he was a guy that you kind of want on your side. Um, but he never really got into that, um, you know, towards the end, he started to see you see him take more of kind of that leadership sort of role, grabbing guys by the neck, you know, saying that's not good enough. Um, we needed it, you know, from day one rather than from, you know, day 90. But it did come. I wish he would have stayed a year. I do think that he could have benefited um, from another year. But I also do think that he's 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 a heck of a football player and he's going to do well. in the league. But but how important is I think. You know, a lot of times ticket ticket fans, Husker fans, they don't really understand that you had to earn the right to grab yeah. somebody by the face yeah. mask. Yeah, you know, that didn't come in your first two two years at Nebraska. VJ, everything that you had down there was ultimately earned. You didn't get to be at any level from within the, the organization, the the team, um, without having to earn it, and that's. A huge, you know, part that I think has has been missing um, when you look back over the last twenty years. Uh, you know, certainly a sense of entitlement. I think once we left, and you know, that's what they talk about. They talk about how, you know, levels, years and years of greatness, and you know, certain uh, level of work ethic ultimately leads to the total opposite. Right? It's like mm. really wealthy uh, people, generation after generation, at some point. The kids of the wealthy, right? They're going to have it easy, right? And they, when they have it easy, they lose that, that desire, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The desire to achieve, the desire to be successful. So it, it, it's kind of, it's all kind of cyclical, you know? It's like greatness ultimately produces greatness and greatness, and then ultimately it produces kind of, you know, laziness but what in a lot you, of that, ways. That's what I mean. What do you say to this athlete of today? To get him to understand what you just said. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's tough because, I mean, you used to hear it when we were growing up, you know, oh, you, you just think you know better than everybody else, you know. Like, but now it's even, you know, it's worse. They do. They, they, they think they know everything. Um, I think a big part of, of um, you know, issues today, and I think you need a, a coach that is certainly aware of it and – who makes it an, uh, um, an issue is the way that these kids communicate, right? Like you got to be able to look guys in the eye, do you know, but they're so used. They've grown up with smartphones in their mm. hands, communicate texting guys that are standing 10 feet from them. Do you know what I mean? Like my God, Absolutely. like Grant and I, we could just look at each other out on the field and know if, like we got this this text stunt that we're supposed to be running. Like we could just look at each other and we know whether we're going to run it quick or we're going to run it delayed mm-hmm. or how we're going to run it. Right? Yeah. Like they can't do that nowadays. Yeah. I mean, they, they barely ever look each other in the eye. Right? Yeah. So that's something that like we're trying to 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 get them to understand. Like, hey, is it like? I mean, we throw that that word around all the time. Family. Do you know like? I know that when you guys are with your family, right? When you're talking to your mom, you're not looking down at the screen, right? Right. right. At least with your parents, with your, you know, like your brothers or sisters, right? That, well, that's the way you got to operate here, right? I mean, we were, we were one 
big family. Right. And it didn't matter if you were white, blue, green. Right. It didn't matter about all of that. It was about the common goal, all of us working together right. for one thing, win the championship, yep. be the greatest football team that ever played. Yep. In in we talk nil, we talk transfer portal. What is something else that needs to be fixed in order for us to change the mentality of that football team? You know, there, it's it's something. I'm certainly not the first person to bring it up, um, and I think it's happening at more places than than just here, um, because it's it's just the environment that college football is in right now, and that's. We spoil the kids, you know, we spoil them. Um, whether it's you're, you're talking, um, you know, $150 million uh, Renovation. stadium renovations, yeah. or you're talking sweatsuits that are. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Or waiting in the locker. Um, it's uh, like... iPads. Yeah, all that stuff. And yeah. and I, I get it. It's, you know, there is an element of keeping up with the, the Jimmies and the Joes, you know, like, because there's a whole recruiting battle that's going on while we, we we speak of these things, you know, and but we appreciated like it, you couldn't just walk into the equipment room and get new socks whenever you wanted, you know, or new gloves right. or you right. know what I mean? Like now it's just like they just think they're entitled to that stuff. Like so you you really got to get back to where we earn everything. Do you know everything that you get, whether it's a black shirt or whether it's you know, a, a game reps or, or whatever it may be, you got to earn it. Got to get back to that. And yeah. I just think that, you know, you have Ersty on or Darren one of these days, cause he's got beliefs as to, you know, why we've struggled and, and uh, you know, kind of the type of kids that we've been bringing in. And then you put them in an environment that they're not really kind of accustomed to. And it's, it makes it difficult. And I understand kind of what he's saying is, you know, you were lots of times we're bringing in, let's say, you know, three-star guys, but then you get them here and we're treating them like five-star kids and they don't really know how to respond to that. Do you know, like um, we were, let's say for the most part, three-star kids coming in, but we got treated like three stars, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, did, Husker, you know, the, the, the food and all that stuff. Did we have an advantage there? Yeah. For a while until they shut that, that down saying mm-hmm. it was a, it was not That's an equal. Right. Us, yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, for the most part, like coach McBride, coach, coach Osborne, those guys never let us kind of get bigger than the team. Do right. you know what I mean? We were always, we always knew we had a place and a role, you know, within that team. Right. And I think now it's, it's, there is a little, there is a lot of, you know, the whole individualism, the brand, um, you know. And it's not, it's, it's not, it's just not good enough to be Nebraska brand. Right. Now I got to have my own corn cob brand over here. Right. Yeah. Be Jimmy John's yeah. over there. I yeah. mean, they, they got, you know, kids, non-starters, you know, got clothing lines and stuff. It's like, oh my God, dude. And then what? you wonder why yeah. they don't put forth the effort. Because yeah. they got it already. 
I got it's, it. I don't have to. Right. I don't have to work hard anymore. Coach McBride used to have those discussions with you guys in the bathroom before yeah. the game. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna ask you exactly what was said, but there's a lot of times that I was sneaking right there yeah. listening, yeah. just because it was so good. Yeah. Talk a little bit about those prep, those pregame prep talks, pep talks that Coach McBride gave you. Yeah, that was it, man. That was you know kind of last words before you went out onto the battlefield, and uh, you know it wasn't. There were there were certainly times during each speech where you could see you you just knew when when Coach McBride was like that intense switch was was switched. You 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 knew it right, like and and there were times where he just he'd look you in the eye, you know, and talk about. We're gonna go out there and we're gonna we're gonna steamroll these dudes, you know. We're gonna let them know, and their parents are gonna know, you know, and their their, their grandparents are gonna know. Um, but a lot of it was about the stuff like Grant had said about playing for each other and playing for the, your loved ones. And he always said the same thing, you know, before we left. His last words were always, you know, play for the fans, play for each other. He said, but most of all, you play for the fans. You know, because without them, none of this is possible. And it's true. You know, we we're we are lucky as could be lucky that we have the 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 support that we do. Now, I also think that it's also one of our biggest obstacles, right? Because our fans want to be involved. They want to be in the know, right? Mm-hmm. You have so many of them that are that that make contact with the kids, and and it's you know it's. They do. They put them up on these pedestals coming out of high school. But the second that they're not, you know, uh, a 10-sack guy as a freshman, he's a bum. He's a get rid of this guy. What were we, you know, the coaches, how the hell do they give this guy a scholarship? You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Like, right. not everybody's hitting the ground running, like, when you're talking about the transition from high school to college. A lot of guys need a few years. Some guys, it takes them till their redshirt junior or senior year. Do you know? But, like, Gosh darn, man, sometimes that that year or two years at the end, it's worth it. Yes. You know, it's worth it to to have them, you know, whatever they're going through for the first three or four years trying to figure it out. The thing that they don't need is people yelling at them, telling them that they're a piece of garbage, they're a bum, they're a waste of scholarship. You know, and it works both ways. You know, like some guys, they, they get too much credit. When they come out, they make a play, and now all of a sudden – they're expecting their name to be up there on the stadium. Yeah, you know? or or we put him in the Adrian Martinez category and say that he did everything he did by himself. Right. He was a one man wrecking crew, like he had no offensive line, and we know that's 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 the farthest thing from the truth, as you can say. Yeah. Because he had an offensive line, he had some weapons around him. Did he make some plays? Yes. But then there was also some busts that he yeah, made that absolutely. cost us games. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Um, when you think about spring ball. Yeah. What's important? What should these guys be thinking about going into spring ball? Uh, well, you'd hope that it was just they were all uh, they're all about winning, you know, trying to win a position. Like our spring ball was always it was a bloodbath, do you know? Like we were we, we were going after each other. There was uh, there weren't days I don't think where guys were not live. Everybody was live. Whether you were Tommy or you know, you were Grant or or you know, Mike Brown or whoever, like it was live. Cause the only way that coach Osborne thought that you could grow as a team was to operate at a pace that you're going to see on Saturdays, mm. right? What's the point of practice in half speed? Do you ever play the game at half speed? Nope. No. So everything we did other than Friday 
was was full, full speed. speed. Even when we went sweats on, on our Thursday, yeah. right? The tempo was still full speed. Now, right. oh, linemen didn't cut. We didn't hit quarterbacks and stuff. But the pace of it was was so we were always operating at full speed. I wish that we would kind of do more of that. Um, you know, it's it's but spring ball is the time for me. I think where you can be more physical and aggressive with these guys. You know, because if one of them gets dinged up or whatever, and they need a week or two off, no big deal, right? You don't have a, a none of the games count at this point. Do you know what I mean? So now's the time, I think, to to jump on their back and kind of you know ride that horse. Do you mm-hmm. know? But um, you gotta you gotta find out who you got now, right? Because once season starts, yeah, there's a guy that may come in. You know, a new guy that, that hadn't been here. I mean, a lot of the kids already transfer in or, you know, are, are early enrollees. So you kind of know. But you still have maybe a transfer or a freshman that will show up. Maybe a guy or two. You know, there's still a position battle that hasn't been settled yet, you know, from spring. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think they have an idea as to who's going to be where coming out of spring ball, right? Because that's been, like, that that's that's been four weeks or however long uh, you know spring ball lasts of pretty much constant battles. Right. The, we're gonna take a quick break, JP. But when we get back, I just want to talk a little bit about development because yep. me and you alike, we redshirted and we yeah. were at Nebraska for five years. Yep. So that in itself helped us to understand what that was about. More on the captain, the ticket, ninety three point seven. I'm with JP. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.